Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. So, we're back. That we're took back. a while. Hello. Once again, it took a while. Um, Once again, there were probably, <laughs> probably so many people. Probably. Probably. <laughs> There were probably so many people waiting for this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it took a while because, first of all, we had something fun. We went away. We were in Edinburgh for the Fringe. Yeah, and we saw Lucy Dacus. That was fun. She is one of my favorite people, like, ever, and I love her, and yeah. And then afterwards, when we came back, our family <laughs> came down with the worst non-COVID related cold in existence. Yeah, it was like... It was awful. It was bad. It was awful. <laughs> Especially for Daisy. Who yeah! Is still kind of recovering. Yep. Um, it took about two weeks for me to feel like a human being again. Uh-huh, it took last time for me. I was oh. like, apparently I just have a better immune system. Yep. That's a joke. That's, <laughs> my immune system hates me. My immune system's really mean. She's disease-ridden. Oh, yeah, we haven't... <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Exposed. Ellen has Crohn's. <laughs> anyway, let's have a look at Barbie as Rapunzel. Barbie's Rapunzel. So, this Time movie... for Daisy to dump all the news on us. <laughs> Fun fact, I, I was visiting my granny last night and I got home late, so I decided to have a bath. So that I could do research for this and wash myself at the I same thought, time. I thought you were going to say you were looking at information while you were in <laughs> Granny. I was really confused. <laughs> wow, that's mean. Um, I might have looked at a little bit. <gasps> so, she has dementia. She doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, okay. She forgot that the queen was dead. I'll give you that. Oh yeah, happy queen dying. She's Woo! dead. Woo! And we will also be talking about stupid royals during this podcast because... The royals in this movie—they are so dumb. Oh they my are God. so dumb and so stupid. We'll they might actually be worse than fucking what was his name, Prince Eric in Nutcracker. They oh, actually yeah. are worse. They They're are like worse. worse. Anyway, so this movie was released like nearly a year to the day. There was like a one day difference, well, one year and one day difference in the release of Nutcracker and the release of Rapunzel. It was released on the. <sighs> You're yawning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that uninterested. <laughs> You're yawning. <laughs> I I did a lot of research for this and you are yawning. <laughs> I'm tired. I got to sleep really late last night. I was streaming Hold the Girl by Rina Sawayama. Because I have taste. Um, She's Rina Sawayama. Okay. So. Anyway, so it was released on the 1st of October 2002 on video and it premiered on Nickelodeon on the 24th of November 2002. The production for this movie took about nine months. I'm not sure how much time they had to animate, if it was more or less than last time. Last time they had four months to animate, not sure how long it took. Again, they used motion capture for the human characters, and it was adapted from the 1812... Br- Don't fiddle with stuff! This the is a brush! Gonna, I was going to do like that. The microphone's going to pick up on it. Daisy hates autistic people. I am autistic people! <laughs> you hate everyone! Fiddle with your card again! 
so mean. This is sells for like a hundred pound on eBay. I don't care. Okay, I'm gonna s- just. <laughs> Hands are up. You can fiddle with stuff, but nothing that's gonna make noise. Okay, just go on, please. Anyway. <laughs> It was adapted from the 1812 Brothers Grimm story Rapunzel, which itself was originally based on a French fairy tale called Personette by Charlotte Charlotte Rose de Comont de la Forces. I pronounced that wrong, definitely. Yeah. You're going to spell it all out now? Um, no, I can't be okay, bothered. Okay, thank God, because that would take so long. <laughs> it had Kelly Sheridan and Chantal Strand reprising their roles as Barbie and Kelly, respectively. What are you doing? I didn't do anything. You didn't see where you were going to lick the microphone. <laughs> I was going to lick it. I was putting my tongue like <laughs> I went to see how far away it was. <laughs> this is the worst recording we've done yet. <laughs> I hate you so much. Don't bring your anger and audacity out on me. Not audacity, you. Jeez. It didn't work. Although, if this doesn't record, I will cry. I'm like really scared nothing's picking up right now. Yeah, same here. Just keep going. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I actually I really want to check if okay. it's actually been recording. Okay, so it was recording. Good news. We were recording. Are we okay with it being down here? Yes, we're okay, okay with it being we're... down here. Good news. Okay. <coughs> I will stop doing anything right now and Daisy can read. Back to the cast. They also got Angelica Houston. They got some pretty big gets for these movies at some yeah. point. As Gothel. Mark Hildreth as Prince Stefan. Cree Summer as Penelope. David Kay as Hugo and the General. Ian James Corlette as Hobby and the Palace Guard, Peter Kalamis as Otto and the Skinny Swordsman, Christopher Gaze as King Wilhelm, Russell Roberts as King Frederick, Terry Classen as the Baker and the Fat Swordsman. This is literally just what they're listed uh. as. <laughs> the skinny Swordsman and the Fat Swordsman. <laughs> Me talking about us. <laughs> Melody, Jocelyn Lowen as Lorena, the best character in the movie. Who I, is Lorena? He's the oh little girl. He's the little girl. I love her. Who just makes snide comments she's at so, everything that's happening. Yeah, she's okay. not like the other girls. She's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it also had Danny McKinnon as Tommy and Dale Wilson as the silversmith. It was directed by, again, Owen Hurley, same guy that did Nutcracker. Written by Elena Lesser and Cliff Ruby. Produced by Jesslyn C. Durchin and Jennifer Twinner McCarran. The score was again by Arnie Roth and it was performed by the London Symphony Orchestra. Like, that's a lot. Like, that's I know. big. Like, they got some good shit for these movies. They did. <coughs> oh my god. I'm very coughy. See, still recovering. I'm fine though. Thriving. <clears throat> <coughs> okay and there was one original song called constant as the stars above 
and it was written by jo- Rob Hudnut and Arnie Roth, I guess, and performed by Jessica Brown. And all of Rapunzel's paintings were done by artist Amanda Dunbar and then digitally inserted into the film. And fun fact, Dunbar agreed to participate in the project because she liked that the movie encouraged encouraged art as a use of expression. Aww. Isn't that nice? That's better than what we had last time. Yeah. (laughs) Better than the professionals we got last time. Wouldn't have to leave a trigger warning. Anyway, so the plot of this movie is... Oh, and by the way, I think that they chose Rapunzel because, like, say with Nutcracker, it was a popular children's story that hadn't been done by Disney at that time. So, like, it's a good, like, Tangled came out, like, ten years after this. It's a yeah. good adaptation to go for. Anyway, the movie based around huge shock Rapunzel, who lives as a servant to Gothel, and they live in a magically secluded manner in the woods after Gothel supposedly saved Rapunzel after she was abandoned as a baby. Rapunzel's two friends are a talking rabbit named Hobby and a young dragon named Penelope, who is the daughter of Gothel's dragon Hugo. And Gothel's other sidekick is a talking ferret called Otto. And we, I'm sure we will talk more about Otto. Oh, I have a lot to say about Otto. <laughs> I have many thoughts on Otto. He will not be getting a high rating. In the Ellen's Little Guys category? Yeah. He's not getting a high rating. I won't spoil anything else. Yeah, anyway, Rapunzel wants to go out into the world and explore, which Gothel doesn't want her to do and calls her selfish for not preaching the fact she saved her as a baby. One day, Rapunzel accidentally opens a secret passage to the manor's basement where she finds a silver hairbrush, which was a gift from her birth parents, and includes a message to Rapunzel about how much they love her, prompting Rapunzel to kind of start to doubt Gothel's story about how she was abandoned. Because right here, she has a present saying how much her parents loved her. She keeps on going through the passage and ends up outside at the nearby kingdom where she saves a child who is... Princess Katrina, with the help of Katrina's older brother, Prince Stefan. Uh, Rapunzel then finds out the trap was set by the neighbouring kingdom's ruler, King Wilhelm, who's been feuding and warring with Stefan and Katrina's father, King Frederick, for years, with apparently little to no reason. And Rapunzel is apparently also the first person to point out to Stefan that war is kind of stupid. (laughs) So... Unfortunately, Otto, Gothel's pet ferret, has followed Rapunzel and he tells his mistress that she snuck out. Gothel then trashes Rapunzel's paints and her paintings and transforms her room into a high tower With and Hugo the dragon is put on guard duty to ensure she doesn't leave. In the meantime, Stefan has been searching Rapunzel, partly because his dad wants to thank her for helping save his daughter, which is understandable, and also he fell in love with her a little bit. And they're also making more war preparations and plans for Stefan's 18th birthday. <gasps> oh yeah, I forgot he's 18. He's younger than me. It's terrifying. Anyway. They send two really annoying guards, the ones who are simply known as the fat swordsmen and the skinny swordsmen, out into the woods to try and find Rapunzel. But what is presumably Hugo the dragon attacks them and they understandably run away. But Stefan is completely ununderstanding of why they were scared at all and gets pissed off at them for saying that if anyone went into the woods, they would probably die. But then he offers them food, so it's all good, I guess. Penelope and Hobby decide to make Rapunzel some paint out of berries and the engraved silver hairbrush has just 
magically turn into a paintbrush now so she can paint again. When she uses the brush, a mural of the kingdom magically appears, which turns out to be a portal. She then meets Prince Stefan again, who invites her to a masked ball. Rapunzel goes home, paints herself a new dress, blah, blah, blah. Again, Otto fucks up all of Rapunzel's plans and gives the invitation to Gothel, who cuts off Rapunzel's hair and shatters the hairbrush-turned-paintbrush. She then casts a spell on the tower to never release its prisoner with a lying heart. Rapunzel then escapes the tower very easily because she technically never lied. <laughs> Which, like, I actually rewatched this bit again and again because like, she must have lied. But no, she didn't. Because there's this whole thing that, like, she won't let Stefan tell her his name because that's... Like, You're what... lying to me because you're not telling me his name. And she's like, I don't know. I genuinely... She's like, I don't know. No idea. I don't quite realise why she specified him not to tell her his name. Yeah. I feel like I would be stupid and not do that. Yeah. But that's just... I mean, I mean. feel like it was literally just so the plot would work later. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Isn't that what all movies are, though? Yeah, but it usually has a reason even while it's happening. Philosophy with Ellen. <laughs> it's not philosophy. It's philosophy. Okay, it's philosophy. Meanwhile, at the ball, Stefan is tricked by Gothel, who is wearing Rapunzel's hair, and she then attacks him. At the same time, the neighbouring kingdom's ruler, King Wilhelm, has decided to infiltrate the castle because he's like, all their guards are distracted. They're at a party. It'll be great. Let's kill some people. Woo! He again accuses King Frederick of taking his daughter years ago and Frederick is like, dude, how many times do I have to tell you I didn't take your kid? <laughs> so stupid. So Gothel then turns up and reveals she took his daughter because she is a woman scorned. Ooh. Just great. Anyway, Rapunzel then arrives and Wilhelm, no. Yeah, Wilhelm, that's the right king. There's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, it's a very large it's... cast list, much larger than it needs to be. Wilhelm recognises her as his daughter. There's a bit of a chase scene between Rapunzel and Gothel, where Rapunzel tricks her into walking into her painting of the tower, which Gothel destroyed the paintbrush. Not quite sure how she got it she back. She did it earlier on. Did she? Yeah. Remember, she went into town to see Stefan. And then to no, get she to... destroyed like the the magic paintbrush when she locked her in the tower with the spell. Yeah, I know, but she <clears> had to get back to it, so she went out. Like so she made the painting of the town, and then she went out to see Stefan. And then Penelope came out, and she's like, "Rapunzel, Gothel's coming. You gotta go." So then she went down and she painted the tower on a door, and she was like, "I'll come back and clean this up later." Oh yeah. I completely forgot about that. Thank you, Ellen, for remembering <coughs> what happens in this movie. I'm so smart. So, um, blah 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 blah. Where was I? So Gothel is trapped in the tower with Otto because Otto runs after her. <laughs> he's like, "Mistress, wait for me." It's like you stupid little thing. Just stay. Anyway, so she is trapped in the tower because she lied to Rapunzel about who her parents were. So Rapunzel is reunited with her biological parents, the kingdoms are united, everything is forgotten, which is fucking stupid. Rapunzel and Stefan get married and live happily ever after in their own palace with Hobby, Hugo and Penelope. There's also this subplot about Penelope's dad not really understanding her and believing in her, but he gets a bit of redemption in the end and Penelope overcomes her fears. 
And Catherine and Stefan have another brother called Tommy who is useless and does nothing. And Catherine has these two little friends who are useless, but one of them is my favourite character in the whole movie. If you didn't <clears throat> understand any of that, it's okay. I didn't either, and I've watched the movie <laughs> twice. Yeah. So there are lots of differences from the Brothers Grimm story and this story. Originally, Rapunzel is not a princess. Her parents are just two randos. One day, her mother has pregnancy cravings, so her father climbs over the wall to Gothel's garden to get her some vegetables that she really wants, but Gothel catches him, begs for mercy. She says she'll take the unborn baby, and he reluctantly agrees. In later versions of the story, they add a bit where her parents run off with her after she's born, but Gothel still finds them. So Gothel locks her from the tower and raises her. One day she's singing and a prince finds her, gets up using her hair. They meet, fall in love. He asks her to marry her. She agrees. They plan her escape where he visits her every night while Gothel is out and gives her a piece of silk, which she slowly weaves into a ladder. But before they, they can escape, they end up having sex on one of his visits and she ends up pregnant. <laughs> one time she innocently mentions to Gothel that her dress has gotten tighter. She doesn't realise she's pregnant. And Gothel connects the dots, chops off her hair in anger and just casts her out into woods to fend for herself. In later versions, it's that Rapunzel just kind of forgets that she has to keep <laughs> the prince's secret from Gothel and mentions to Gothel that it's easier to get him up by her hair than it is to get Gothel up. Jeez. That's... Yeah. <clears throat> but um, the prince goes to see her that night and he asks Rapunzel to let down her hair. Gothel gets him up with the severed hair and he's pretty shocked that Rapunzel isn't there. Gothel tells him he'll never see Rapunzel again and throws him out the window where he falls into a thorn bush. Thorn. Which breaks his fall and saves his life, but it scratches his eyes and blinds him. So he just kind of wanders around the wastelands and the countryside for years. Until one day he hears Rapunzel singing again, recognises her voice, finds where she's been living with her twin boy and girl for years. They're reunited, he leads her back to his kingdom. Not quite sure how, considering he's blind and has apparently been wandering the wastelands for years. (laughs) And they live happily ever after. Oh my god, that was so confusing. Yeah. <coughs> I can remember reading, it wasn't the oldest version, obviously, because I don't remember them having sex in the book, but I can remember reading like an old fairy tale, because I used to really love old fairy tales. Like Ariel turning to sea foam. What? That's so fun. It's not fun. It's really bad. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So I don't really know where along the way... Rapunzel kind of turned from this ordinary girl into a princess but it's something that appears in the Disney movie as well so I'm assuming it just kind of progressed over time either that or this movie was literally the first thing to include it and Disney just copied that oh my god that's so iconic which I doubt but it is iconic (laughs) it would be iconic so yeah this movie um the first thing I want to talk about with this movie is the royals they're on a new level of pieces of shit. Um, I was like, going to mention really quickly that um, I kind of got distracted in the middle of our first viewing because the first poster for the L House season three came out. So I just like did not understand what was happening. Yes, yeah, same here, honestly. We got very excited. Mm-hmm, I'm um, very distracted. Yeah. But anyway, the royals, pieces of shit, both in real life and in this movie. What they go with is that King Wilhelm attacked 
attacked the other kingdom because they th- he thought that they kidnapped his daughter. He has no proof of this. Absolutely none. But he attacks them anyway. And they then go into this useless years-long war. And it is not even that, like... It's not even that he's just attacking the royals. They're attacking the ordinary people. There's this part where he just destroys their market for no reason. None. And then, at the end of the movie, when they meet, he's once again like, you stole my daughter. He's like, dude, I did not steal your fucking daughter. I do not know where you got this from. And then when they find out that Rapunzel um, is, you know, not stolen by them, they're just like, oh, all, all is forgiven. Like, People died <laughs> during your attacks. And you're just like, oh, well, oopsie doopsie, no big deal. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add. You kind of just said everything. <laughs> like, they are so awful. They're so awful. Like, these are the people I'm meant to root for? No. And they are also very bad in other ways, which we will come to later. So anyway, that's the big all-encompassing thing. Um, can we start at the beginning now? Yes. Okay, so um, it obviously starts with the classic thing where, like, Barbie's telling Kelly a story. She's still Kelly. Um, She's yeah. not Chelsea yet, which is fun. I prefer the name Kelly. I don't know why they changed it. I think Kelly's cute. But, like, and then there's this bit where Barbie's like, you remind me of a story to Kelly, but Barbie still makes herself Rapunzel. <laughs> Like, dude, you said that this reminds you. But honestly, Barbie is number one bullshitter when it comes to these stories. Because most of the time, the story she tells has absolutely nothing to do with what is happening in the moment. (laughs) But like, honestly, it shows her parenting skills with her younger sisters that she is just able to be like... Because at the end, Kelly's like, I understand she painted what she dreamed. And Barbie's like, yep, sure, moral of the story. Great job, off you go, paint the picture. Which is really funny, because, like, if I painted my dreams, it would be, like, me meeting Gwyneth Paltrow, um, and she gives me Goop for free. Like, the website Goop, she gives me. That happened one time. In your dream? Yeah. You met Gwyneth Paltrow, Gwyneth and she gave you Goop! <laughs> it was really, it was a great dream. Really fun. I, like, was, like, shaking when I met her. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my god, is this real? I really thought it was real the whole dream. Oh, were you sad when you woke up? I was kind of like, whoa, that was weird. I didn't make Gwyneth Paltrow those. That's okay. But yeah, just a... <coughs> yeah, just a thing I wanted to point out. Like, what did Callie paint? What was her dreams? Oh, like, in, like, the opening titles where it's showing all the people who, like, um who, like, help make the movie. It's really weird because it goes from, like, this delicate painting set to just this big, chunky children's crayons. <laughs> crayons. Like, comic sans on it. It's really disgusting. It really takes you out of it. Yeah, It I really like it. takes you out of it. Oh, um, I called the moment I saw Hobbie the Rabbit that he would be Ellen's little guy. Hobie. Hobie. His name is Hobie. Uh, um, I have three little guys to go over. Um... So I think Gossel, Gossel, hello, I think Gothel has this thing where she's just always slay. She's always so girl boss. And I know she's a bad person, but I'm like, I kind of love you. You know? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. What was I going to say? While watching Tangled, 
I like loved gospel as soon as she started singing Mother Knows Best. I mean, that is a great, great song. song. That's a great song. Amazing song. Top oh, notch. It's so good. Uh, this movie, I will give it this. It made me really want to rewatch Watch Tangled. Because <laughs> I was like, wow. <coughs> Are you okay? No. That was like brutal. Jeez. Um, I thought you were gonna go for your little guys. Yeah, I am, but just not yet. I mean, I guess we could do that if you have nothing else to say yet. Um, so uh, welcome back to Ellen's little. G- I forgot what I called it last time, so I'm just gonna. I'm probably just gonna change it up every single week. Ellen's little guys. What? I think it was just Ellen's little guys. What? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have three to go over um we are kind of going least favorite no <coughs> favorite to least favorite starting off we have hobie the um rabbit who is definitely my favorite like by far um he is the type of rabbit who i would like to give a little waistcoat and a monocle Perhaps even a top hat and a bow tie. I don't know. Maybe if, you, if I'm feeling silly, you can get like a little nice little pair of shoes that are nicely shined. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. But he's very like um, old, wise rabbit kind of fellow. He's like um the white hair. Hobby is pretty great. Hobie. He has some wonderful. Qu- Hobby, I'm sorry. Hobie is pretty great. He has some wonderful quotes, which I like very much. Yeah. For example, there is this one, like, when they're going through the port, not portal, when they're going through the secret passageway, and there's a big creepy tunnel, Rapunzel's like, this probably isn't a good idea, and he's like, now there's the understatement of the 17th century. I found that so funny, because they just, they made it so specific, like, guys, by the way, this is the 17th century. Um, And also, there is... When Rapunzel comes back from meeting Prince Stefan for the first time, she's like, he was the most handsome man I've ever seen. And Hobby just says, and how many have you seen before? <laughs> it's He's great. So it's great. It some- There's also, I hope, Gothel chokes on her tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Um. So, yeah. <clears throat> Hobby is getting a 9.5. 9. We're just going to go nine. He's getting a nine. Nine paintbrushes out of ten. Nine paintbrushes. Okay. A lot, and then we're on to Penelope, who is the dragon. I have a lot to say about the dragons in this movie, mostly because I just finished watching The Dragon Prince, which has, like, really great animation and really great dragons in it. So, like, going to watching this, I was like, wow, you guys are kind of ugly. <laughs> like, the color grading is, like, they look like... Like, Penelope and her father, they're, like, two completely different colors. Like, it's really weird looking. I don't know how to describe it. It's just not right. Um, but, yeah. I th- and Penelope has these really ugly eyelashes. I just want to point that out. She has really horrifyingly ugly eye- eyelashes. And I hate them. I think that Hobby and... Hobie! Ah! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. Can you just stop correcting me? His name is Hobby now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Hobby and Penelope, they're a really fun duo. They're really great. Yeah. Like, there's this one part 
where Penelope like falls on her butt and then he's like you couldn't have moved like six you couldn't have fallen six times she's like I'll sit on you <laughs> next, next time. time I'll sit on you <laughs> they're great however I do have some questions about their ages oh yeah because like Rapunzel I'm assuming about the same age as Stefan like 17 18 she's a teenager Penelope seems like from the ages of about six to ten yeah, she seems about like thirteen. Really? 14? Oh, I saw her as like ages from six to ten. I think it's the high pitched voice that did it. Although yeah. my, my voice was quite high pitched. But Homie seems like a forty year old man. Yeah. He seems so much older than the rest of them. <laughs> it's like you have these two you've like a child, a teenage girl, and this old man. Mm-hmm. Just, or well not old, but like a middle aged man. Exactly. Yeah. Just wandering around together. But I think that's what makes them such a great trio. Yeah. But and, and I do suppose that his lifespan is probably shorter than theirs. Mm-hmm. Oh, how long does he live? I don't know. Is is it because he's a talking rabbit? Do you think he gets I like? Know, do all the animals in this world talk? No, they don't because the horses don't no. talk. Is there just like a different type of rabbit? Maybe Rapunzel can just understand. I don't know. Maybe it's it's magic. Yeah, but does the magic rabbit have a longer lifespan? Does he have a human lifespan? Maybe. Or is he just like you know? Two. Maybe he's just a rabbit. Yeah, maybe he's just maybe, a rabbit. Maybe Rapunzel's going insane. Um. In my anyways, in my notes, I wrote Hobie and Penelope invented gay lesbian solidarity. <laughs> um. I didn't really know how I was going to bring that up, so I just said it. Um. And I think it makes a lot of sense if you watch the movie. Anyways, back to writing Penelope as I was doing, but I've forgotten about. Um. I also wrote something in my notes about Penelope, but I don't really know how to just say it, so I'm just gonna quote it. Don't really like Penelope. Hate the way she breathes while trying to blow fire, but I also think she's kind of relatable. I think I just hate myself and I'm she can't blow fire like a dragon dude and she's scared of flying and i was watching and i was just like wow she's kind of annoying and wait am i like penelope do i do i perhaps kin penelope should i add her to a list? <laughs> your list of kins which is glimmer from shira charles boyle from brooklyn 99 and derek from this enchantment <laughs> <laughs> oh and Anne. And Anne's there too, yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to me. Anyways, yeah. I would say that Penelope gets a six out of ten, but that is only because she seems like the most amazingly written character of all time compared to Otto. Oh my god, Otto! Oh, this might Otto. This might take us hours to go over because I have so many thoughts on Otto. I have so many questions for how Otto came to be. Like he's like he goes around Gothel's neck like a little scarf. That is a fun idea. Kind of cool, yeah. What was the accent? I don't know. What kind of accent were they going for? Was it just weird, creepy old man? I think so, but the guy just went completely off. They were like, "There's this one part." Oh my god. Where he's telling Gothel that Rapunzel was in the village. And he pronounces it Village. Village. 
exaggerating. He pronounces it blouge. It's so weird. Uh, yeah. Um, besides the weird accent, it feels like <coughs> he was in the studio recording his lines, and somebody was just like, "Okay, it's good, but um, I don't think there's enough moaning." <laughs> I think this little weasel, this little weasel man, should moan more. I think, <laughs> I think that would really enhance the character, and it is the worst thing, I the think. worst decision made in this movie. Just so bad, just so bad. I hate it. I don't like. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh my god. There's also this bit. It's at the very end, which just made me like mad, but it's just an, it wasn't it wasn't auto exactly, it was just an animation decision that made me mad. And he was basically threatening to eat Hobie again, which he has been doing the entire movie. And instead of bringing out a fork and a knife, he brings out two forks. <laughs> he brings out two forks. He's like, I can eat the rabbit. Aha! Here's my two forks. Like that's so stupid. Why did they give him two forks? Could they not be able to animate a knife? I feel like animating a knife wouldn't be that much harder than animating for. <laughs> so, um, Hobie, nope, Otto gets a minus one. He gets a minus one out of ten. But I am going to give him one point for how he acted at the end because he was kind of funny. Like, because he gets trapped in the tower with um, Gothel. And he's just being, like, really snarky and mean because, like, she made him her slave um but yeah so he basically gets a zero out of ten <coughs> um and that concludes our segment so thank you very much um now i'm going to talk about how much i hate the character design and animation because i do not like it the animation is definitely worse than it was it's... last time i will give them that the fight scenes are better this time around yeah there is one fight scene at the end of the movie between the kings and it's actually pretty cool it's oh it's yeah it's it's a good fight scene it's you know decently it's, paced it's not the greatest fight scene ever but it's good it's it's, it's definitely better than the fight scenes in nutcracker however everything else it is so much worse the character design just does not fit like looking at like barbie as rapunzel and like for example, the baker next to each other. They look completely different. They look like they're from two different movies and it's so bad. It's just like off putting. It's not good. It looks... And the children. Oh god, I don't the children. the children. Kelly's I'm glad she fell into that little pit. <laughs> I wish Barbie and <laughs> what's his name? Stefan. Stefan never saved her. Sorry. She looks so terrifying. She has a huge forehead. <laughs> like I'm very sorry. Like Amity Blight level four. Yes. Four. It's like. And oh. the cheeks. Oh. She has like her cheeks and her forehead jut out, and her it's, eyes. His eyes are set back flat. in her head. It's just so mm. Also, Tommy, the little brother. I find this very strange. Because Ken does have like a little brother called Tommy mm -hmm. in the doll lines. He was introduced in '97. We last saw him in 2007. But like, Stefan is not listed as Ken slash Stefan. He's just Prince Stefan. Mm -hmm. So is this Tommy just another random Tommy? Is it Ken's younger brother Tommy? I guess they just had to reuse it. Like they're just like, they. I don't. He, Tommy had no use. Yeah. He's just an ugly little kid with a bow. 
The only child who I like is Lorna. Who is amazing in every way. Love like, her. there's... <laughs> like, just before um, Catherine Kelly falls down the hole, which... It's so funny. Which is so beautiful. It's the funniest moment in the whole movie. I think it has the same vibes as Kim's guttural sob. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, back to Lorna. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, before Kelly slash Catherine falls in the hole, they're riding on their horse, and, like, they give him, like, a carrot, I think, and then they're like, the horse is still hungry, and Lorna's there about to bite into this apple, and she's like, I was going to share. It's like, no, you were. She's such a liar. You're such a little liar. She's so meek. I love her. She's so meek-hooded. Yeah. (laughs) And then, like, they're at the ball, and they're watching over it, and everybody else is like, oh, how beautiful. And she's like, I'd rather be reading a good book. Just how not like like, other girls she is, and I hate it, but I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, it's like, when, when, um, like... When Rapunzel and Stefan, when they like kiss or something, she's like, "Oh, that's nice," and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, and she literally just goes, "I call it like I see it." <laughs> like she just seems so like world weary. Like this child has seen it all. She calls it like she sees it, and I love it. Um, I think Gothel's outfit at the ball is my favorite thing in the whole movie. It's oh, like yes. this grey dress with black accents and fur on the sleeves and neckline with gold jewellery and it's so good and there's like these big drapey sleeves and I love it. But like she disguises herself by wearing Rapunzel's hair and like Stefan falls for it and it's like Man, are you blind? Like there's even this moment where they're, like, chasing each other through this maze. And they're, like, right in front of each and other. And she stops and she looks at him for about five they're seconds. They're right in front of each other. And then she's like, come here. And then he b- still believes it's Rapunzel. Like, you saw her face. That does not look like Rapunzel. Like, even with the mask. Yeah. Like, I get it. I have glasses. I can't see anybody's face from a distance. They're blurry. But they're right in front of each other. You could see her. That was not... <clears throat> I I have some more to say on Gothel and the whole woman scorn storyline. Yeah. Because when they pulled that out, I was just like, oh, okay, great. It frustrates me. very croaky. Yeah. (laughs) It frustrates me so much. Tell us more, Daisy. So much. Generally, though, why? A woman scorn storyline. I think... In some very rare cases, it can work. Like, honestly, I think, like, Lynn and Tenzin in Legend of Korra is the closest yeah. I have seen to a woman's scorn storyline work. Because Lynn has more character than just that. Mm-hmm. She has trauma from her childhood, trauma from her adulthood. She's just, you know, she has a lot of trauma, okay? She's not doing well. Like, and she never, and like, when it comes down to it, she helps protect Pema and the kids. Like, she doesn't hate them for it. But uh, this is another point for the shitty-ass royals. When King Wilhelm sees Gothel again, he's like, oh my god, Gothel, we were friends. And she's like, we were not friends, we were in love. And he's like, I didn't love you. But, but, when they were in the secret passageway at the beginning of the movie and found the hairbrush, they also found this painting that had the guy's face, like, crossed out. And it was obviously Wilhelm. And it was obviously Wilhelm. 
And Gothel, it was not Rapunzel's mother. We saw her later mm. in the movie. Her hair was completely different, you know. Like, so there was a painting done of these two of together. them together in, like, a romantic-looking pose. In, like, a romantic pose. And he's like, I didn't love you. We were just friends. And like, it's like, yes, you did. <laughs> if there was a romantic painting of you two together, there was obviously There's something, something there. And the movie still wants me to root for this guy. Yeah. Like, that's my main problem, is that the movie wants me to root for this guy, who just apparently was... Like, this is, like, 17th century. They were not just going to, you know, take a picture. They had to pose for this painting. For a while. It took a long time. For a while. Like, they were close enough to have this painting done of him together, and he's like, I never loved you. Like, that is not a friend pose. (laughs) That isn't something that friends do. And then to just... It annoys me. It really annoys me that, like, the movie wants me to root for this guy that obviously just dumped this woman, went for a prettier one, had a baby, and then without any proof that their baby was kidnapped by the opposite kingdom, just attacked them. them. And even though for years this kingdom... Because literally, King Frederick literally says, for the hundredth time, I didn't didn't take take your your child. And he's just like, nope, yes, you did. Like, he has no proof and he just keeps on attacking them. I hate this man and the movie wants me to root for him. That's my biggest problem with this movie. Yeah, it's <coughs> it's stupid. And, like, at the end of the movie, all of a sudden, Gothel's intelligent points go down by about ten. Mm-hmm. Because she locks up her dragon, who has never been disloyal to her at any point. She's like, nope, you're not loyal enough to me. Mm-hmm. Boop. And it's like... He has never done anything to show that he would not stay loyal to you. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And she's like, nope, he's going to betray me. I just know it. And then she goes and she literally just says, I took your daughter. Like, she goes down about 10 in intelligence points. Yeah. And I hate it. I hate it. Like, maybe if Gothel was given more backstory and we were not made to root for King Frederick. No, not King Frederick. King Wilhelm, I think, possibly. I I can't keep the king straight. Princess Wilhelm. Okay, so there is, there is one original song in this movie, like with lyrics and yeah, stuff. It's not enough for me because I just love musicals, but I shall be reading out the lyrics for you. And yeah, constant as the stars above, always know that you are loved, and my love shining in you will help make your dreams come true. Will help your dreams come true. The lamb lies down and rests its head. On its mother's downy bed, dolphin plays in the moonlight glow, and butterfly dreams of violet rose. Dreams of a violet rose. There is more, but um, I think that's all you really need to know to get what I'm saying when I say this. This song sounds like somebody went up to Andy Dwyer (laughs) and said, "I need you to write me a song for a Barbie movie about Rapunzel." And he was like, I am on it. And she was fresh off of writing Catch Your Dream. So he wrote this. <laughs> I just think it's the perfect way to encapsulate the vibes of this song. It, it is. It does. I, I understand so what you're saying. None of the lyrics really link together. And, it's, and they're not really good. And it has a really basic beat. And it's, like, an okay song. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't... I want I want a musical so bad. I want 
Don't worry, we'll be at Princess and the Pauper soon. Um, I did not like this movie. Not even in, like... Because usually, even if the movies are bad, they're fun bad. I just did not like this movie. Yeah, I don't... I, expect, I did not like I it. I hated this movie. I'm I really gonna, did not like it. It was bad. It was like, bad. Like, from... Like, because a lot of the time, you know... And I think it goes back to the whole awful royals thing again. It's <clears throat> a lot of the time in most children's media that centers around royals. I don't expect them to go in and like actually examine monarchy and why it's stupid. But in this one, the royals are just so it's kind of obvious. awfully terrible. So awfully terrible. They are so bad. And with Gothel like woman scorn thing like i just i really could not enjoy this movie i, just, I did not enjoy it i mean like for me i think it was just that <clears throat> they added so much stuff that didn't need to be there that didn't need to be there like and there made, were so many characters made it so much more confusing mm-hmm. so I, I i couldn't get into it and yeah. also i was busy thinking about the owl house <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I did not like this movie. Um, I would yeah. recommend if you want to watch watch a Rapunzel movie, watch Tangled. Yeah, I definitely want to. I really want to watch Tangled right now. So do I. Much better movie. Much better in all fronts, really. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I did not enjoy this movie. And the worst thing, not a, not a little, not even a little tiny hint of gay. Yes. Just so heterosexual in every single way. Yeah. It. Yeah. I did not like this movie. So um. <laughs> Yeah, that's about it, really. This is going in the bottom of oh, my wait, ranking. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I have one more thing to say. <laughs> I just remembered that I've been thinking about a lot. So um, there's obviously the scene before the ball where Rapunzel goes back and she paints herself a dress. And to get into the dress, she walks into the wall. Where is she for those few seconds before mm. she walks back out the wall? Remember the dress of like some something that somebody should have worn to um the Met Gala a few years ago for the camp, camp theme? Yeah. She was like in this weirdly bad looking computer generated pattern of yeah. the dress. I think it's something like that. Okay. Like she's just in a liminal space with the pattern of the dress. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get that now. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. So um go watch Tangled. Oh, another two other random little thoughts. Number one. Uh, Prince Stefan, when his two guards come back and were like, there was a dragon, we nearly died. He's just so pissed off at them. <laughs> Hate that man, I die. Yeah, he was annoying. Hated him. Go um, die in a hole. And I didn't like the ending because they just kind of, they got married. Rapunzel and Stefan got married and then they went off to this huge castle and it's like, didn't, how many of you guys want to there for a few days? I don't mind that when they get married after a few days. Like, it's not, it's not something they care about. It's like, I'm usually able to like, what do you call it? deal with it not deal mm-hmm. with it but like um accept it no not even accept okay. it i'm just wanting to start with oh my god i've forgotten what it's called can you describe it in any ways like suspend my belief i'm having a total mind blank right now i've forgotten ah but you know i'm able to be like oh it's a movie that happens in movies it's nice i don't really mind that um what I don't like is their massive castle for just the two of them. I mean, they do have two dragons living with so them. Does not make any sense. Doesn't make any mm-hmm. sense. And also, Rapunzel's hair looks like a sheet. It looks bad. 
Like, in Nutcracker, they had, like, one animator just on the hair. I don't think they had it for this movie. Definitely not. Which is stupid. Yeah. Because this is a movie that kind of... And there was no climbing up here! Except in a dream sequence! Yeah! That made me so mad! So, yeah, not a very good movie. It is at the bottom of my ranking. It's Same. even lower than Barbie and the Rockers. Same. Um. So, yeah, next week we will be looking at Barbie Swan Lake. I think this is also our worst episode yet because we really had nothing to talk about. Yeah, we were just talking about how much we hated things. Yeah. So, um, anyway, next week, Barbie Swan Lake, that'll be fun. Until and then we finally get a musical. Oh then we God. get a musical. Can, um, can I um, give permission to do little covers of every single song? Yes, I will be joining. Yes! Okay! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.